Hello, everyone, and welcome to PBN Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. Today, I have on the show one of a good friend of mine we just met, um, and she is an amazing person, has a fantastic Facebook group, um, and she's going to share all that with you, Miss Chanel Yarber, and she is also a social media maven, ladies and gentlemen, so she is going to share with us all kinds of tips and tricks and secrets of the trade of manipulating yourself on social media platforms. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining me this week. Now is a great time to download this episode because if you're like me, you want to come back to it later to remind yourself of the little nuggets you heard. You may also need to pick up where you left off because you know how busy things can get as an entrepreneur. After you download, be sure to give a review over on iTunes or Spotify. Your comments your PB and Style podcast, and I genuinely want to hear from you. Also, be sure to visit my website for podcast notes. There, you'll find highlights from the episode and any giveaways me or my guests want to share. Finally, join the after party. You don't want to miss the weekly tips in my Facebook group, The Confidence Code, videos that relate to the topics we discussed here on the podcast over on my YouTube channel, Be The Brand TV, and finally, behind-the-scenes, candid questions and fun over on my IG page at AF Patrick. Now, let's get on with the show. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Hello, Miss Chanel. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am so good. I'm glad to have you on the show. So I want to share a little bit with everyone about who you are. I have her bio here in front of us, guys, and she, I mean, has is just a wealth. So she is the mother of Bright Girl Media. She has here that that's her brainchild, and it was born out of necessity, purposely crafted to help small businesses attract the right attention on the internet. Who doesn't need that, right? So in 2013, she was one of 20 women entrepreneurs recognized in the Elevate by Fairfield program and one of 25 African-American women chosen to travel to Africa to cross-pollinate business and technology practices with the Geeks Gone Global program. She was named Urban League of Dallas Young Professionals Member of the Year in 2014. Gosh, is that not enough? No, because we keep going. She is also a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. I won't do the side because I'm not an alpha. <laughs> but all my all my uh, AKAs out there know what, what that sound is. Um, and she serves on numerous committees. And today we have her and she's going to serve on our committee here at PB and Style sharing all she's got about social media. So again, welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, I want to dive right in and I want to talk a little bit about, we, we got we got a little background on you, but what exactly um, is it that you do with Bright Girl Media, one, and number two, tell us about your Facebook group that I'm a part of, and she's got tons of people, guys, in our community that are really sharing and giving tons of really good information, so tell us a little bit about Bright Girl Media, the Facebook group, and what you're doing over there. Sure. So, Bright Girl Media... Um... I started the business seven years ago in 2012. Um, that sounds like light years ago. Now. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm 
my God. But I started it in 2012. Um, the reason I said it was out of necessity is because I had been in corporate, um, of course, you know, building my career and got laid off one too many times. And I was like, you know what? I have the gifts, the skills, the talents. I know what I'm doing. I'm bringing value to the table. Let me figure out a way to monetize this so that I'm not putting my destiny in someone else's hands. Amen. And so um, I launched the business wanting to help other entrepreneurs with their social media and internet marketing. So that's what I do. Um, I empower my clients through social media, web development, and email marketing. And I also do um, search engine optimization and paid search and things like that. But the main... Um, the focus, bread and butter. Yeah, the bread and butter of my business is social media. Um, so yeah, to, and then to answer your question about the Bright Girls in Business Facebook group, that's more of a labor of love for me. Um, <laughs> As a lot of Facebook groups it are. Is, it just, um, so I, as I've, you know, been growing my business over time and connecting and I'm, I'm an avid networker, like I just love meeting new people and networking. Um, I realized that black women entrepreneurs did not have the resources that I saw other groups of entrepreneurs taking advantage of. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, how can I empower my community to thrive and grow their businesses and know what's really out there for them? And so that was the um, catalyst to starting the group. And then it just kind of snowballs yeah snowballs yeah yeah I'm a part of that group yes and I enjoy it um and we've talked about this on the show before about like being engaged that's really part of like as you grow your brand and and you begin to do more authentic marketing you really need to be engaged with not just the customer but other people in your industry because we're learning and growing from each other Mm -hmm. you never know when a partnership or collaboration might jump off because Mm -hmm. you were a part of a group like yours and I love that Um, again that's how you're here on the show because I was in your group and you've asked me to be kind of a, a, a spokesperson or a do a presentation in the group as well. One day we'll get to it, girl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so that is a, it's a key element, like that engagement piece. And so finding a group like yours is instrumental in helping us all grow. And I mm-hmm. love the element that you put on there. You're helping. You started first in your community. You didn't try to reach out to the world. You like, how can I help those in my immediate community? Mm-hmm. And I think the group is um, doing a really good job with that. Because um, we're just it's spreading like everybody every day I kind of look at it it's like welcome so and so or the, you know yeah. I'm in the group so I love that yeah. yeah. Um, so because the show like we're talking about personal branding we always talk about um it's PV and style so we're talking about personal branding and personal style and I think a lot of people get that um they miss kind of understand they miss interpret what I mean by personal style. It's not just about how you look and the clothes you wear and all that. I really believe and truly believe that uh, our brand, the, w- the way we carry ourselves, the be the brand aspect of what I'm talking about is the marketing that is so deep that it is innate. Mm-hmm. It is who you are and it's everything you do. It, it's organic. Yes. And so I want us to sort of spend a few minutes on this whole idea of like old school marketing and, and, and digital marketing and how that personal branding and that personal style plays a key role in understanding how to really be successful on digital marketing. Sure. So um, one of the things that I try to nail down and 
you know, with my clients and even in my own brand is one, authenticity and two, figuring out who your tribe, who your people are, because that helps you to create that personal brand, that style, that, um, that authenticity that allows you to speak to people in their language and gets them to resonate. And so if you don't know who you are or oh, what your purpose is, amen. Or who you're trying to serve, it preach. It so <laughs> it, it, you, you're just really spinning your wheels, um, trying to sell a product that people aren't understanding or resonating with. Right. And so I can speak to that from personal experience because, like I said, I started my business in 2012. Um, and it's funny, I literally just had this conversation last night on a consultation. And, um, but when I started my business, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew the skills that I had, right? Right, right. Um, I like, I knew that I was a beast at communication. <laughs> like, I just, you know, I could do this. I love it. I love it. And I was like, okay, I can do this. But I did not pick apart my brand in the way of figuring out who I was going to serve. I knew what I wanted to communicate, right? I knew what I wanted to do, yeah. but I didn't know who I wanted to serve and how I really authentically wanted to connect with yes, people. Yes, yes. So I spent years literally like just kind of flailing around, figuring out. It's so easy to do. It's so easy. To, I mean, because I mean, I was talking to a young lady last night and she's starting um, a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And when I was asking her, you know, who who's your... Who's your audience? She's like, well, everybody. No. I'm like, no, ma'am. There. No, 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 no. Like, let's start there <laughs> because if you start with your audience, then you can figure out. Like, you can you can reverse engineer yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what I'm trying to get people to understand that you start with them. You know, people want to know what's in it for me. Right. They don't care about you. Right. You can put the best. People <laughs> don't care what you know they until they know, know that, that you, you care. care. That is absolutely right. And so you have to figure out what they need, what they want, what's their pain points, what's going to, you know, mm-hmm. motivate them mm-hmm. to move mm-hmm. and then build your brand around that so that you can serve them better. I love that you bring this up because what I do is so abstract. I think in the minds of people, because What you're saying is right. When you're talking about marketing, connecting with your audience, it is very important for you to know who the audience is, what it is they need, where they're going to get that information, and then connecting how you can help them, how you can provide them with a solution. But what most people that I've run into fail to do is figure out what they really, what their value really is to that conversation. Mm -hmm. That's where I come in. How can I help you? really discover this true value that you have so that you can now apply it to what you're doing for them in their social media. Because I always, when I'm working with someone, I tell them, you have to think of it as a conversation between two people. Yes. You're trying to befriend one another. So I need to know what in me relates to you and what in you relates to me. Mm -hmm. And so most people get the what in me relates to you. They don't even think about it. They're so busy trying to capture the sale. Yes. Yes. That they that they don't Woo. even think about, you know, how is it? It's like it's like walking up to a stranger and say, "Hey, hey by by myself, right?" Yes, I try to. Oh my goodness, you are speaking my language, and even just talking about the value proposition, you know, proposition that you put out there. It's like when you go the way that we're talking about, you know, the opposite way of just trying to sell your product. You end up cheapening yourself. Yes. Because you're just trying to get somebody. Ju- and you'll take anything you'll for take it. Anything for it. But when you know your value, you've built your brand, you know what you can offer to a unique 
subset and a yes. niche, then you can, you know, they say there's riches and niches. Yes. You can, you can upcharge, you can, you know, build your brand around that and make it solid rather than just, oh, can you, you know, yes, I can do this. It's not about what you can do. It's what problems like, you can solve. Yes. You can solve. Yes. And when you think about um, uh, the idea of niching down, you know, I think people are afraid to do that because they haven't discovered in themselves what their value is and what they're offering to know that you don't want to serve everybody. Mm-hmm. When you figure that out, when you're like, okay, this is this is my superpower. This is what I know I can do beyond a shadow of a doubt. And you begin to see in other people what they need and that they need it. And you know exactly which people you want to connect with. If you don't do that work first, mm-hmm. you will pick up any dollar that is yep. put down and there will be a headache associated All with the money dollars. Good money. That's the truth. I had to learn that. I've had so many headache clients that I've literally had to fire. Yes. Like, no, I cannot work with you. This is not working out for right. me. Exactly. You know, circumstances for optimal success. That's what I talk about too. You got to figure out on your own, like, what is it that I can deal with? What do I like? What don't I like? What are my non-negotiables? So when all that stuff presents itself and it will mm-hmm. at first conversation, when you're doing a consultation with someone, all the red flags will pop up. Oh, if yes. you know what the red oh, flags yes. are. Like dating, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So you, so you're like, um, you know what? I don't have time on my calendar, but I know someone who can help you. Yeah. You don't have a problem passing it off yeah. to someone that some so you won't pick up every dollar. The other thing is is all the comparison and comparing and things like that that happen. You stop doing it so much. I'm not saying it goes away, but you're able to stamp it down and say, you know what? Okay, I she don't is even do that. right. Like she's really good at that, but I don't I don't even want to fool with that. You know, that's not and, what I'll do. No, I don't fool with that, but let me partner with her because I yes, have that need it. So boom. And it's not a competition. It's not a competition anymore. That goes away too. Comparison and competition goes away. Because now you just want to serve. That's how I feel. Like when you really tap into your why, you understand what what it is you're doing and the value that you're bringing to the table. It stops being so much about the money. Now, do we want want to make money? Uh Yes, absolutely. Uh (laughs) But we begin, we become more intentional about the people we take. We become more, uh, more strategic about the way we go about looking for that person. It all comes into focus when you really understand what the value is you're bringing to the table. Now, in terms of old school marketing versus new school marketing, I think the the challenge that people who use the old school marketing have is they haven't tapped into their true why because they're so used to being able to put a flyer out, mm-hmm. put up a billboard, uh-huh. you know, uh, put up just have a website, and they think that because they had referrals in the beginning that the referrals would just keep coming. And, oh God. Oh my I'm gosh. Sorry. That just tapped the nerve because I get so many people that I'm, you know, I'm communicating the value of digital marketing to them. And they're always saying, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> they're always saying, well, I built my business on, re- on referrals. And I'm like, okay, but what happens when people stop talking about you? Exactly. Like, they, you don't. The well will run will, dry. Yeah. Like and not will, just run dry, but. The group that I'm uh, uh, talking to now is a group of older people who've established their business, old school marketing, and they have events that they do on an annual basis. And I said, guys, it's like a church. If your children's ministry and youth ministry doesn't continue to flourish, then your church just gets older Mm -hmm. and older Mm -hmm. and older and people die off. So if you are doing old school marketing, we're not saying, I'm not saying, at least I'm not saying get rid of that. 
tool, but I'm saying you do have to add a digital aspect because that's where the new crop of people in your niche are. That's where they're forming. And if you want to continue to bring in those referrals, you have to tap into this digital platform. It's funny to me because I um, <laughs> there's somebody in my network who is a sales um I guess a sales coach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he in, his, in all his marketing and his communication he's saying that he um is a millennial sales coach so he's teaching millennials how to sell okay sales. okay now he's older okay, okay? he's like old enough to be our well his kids are millennials okay? oh wow okay first off second off I don't see him on social media or on digital. Oh no! You know, but your your value prop is I'm a millennial. Sales yes, coach. and I'm like, there's a huge disconnect. And I'm gonna tell you something. I don't know. I don't know a millennial that's gonna just gonna sit on the phone and do cold calls all day. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I don't. And I, you know, people have tried to challenge me with that, and I'm like. That's not authentic to me. No, or and my then, brand. And, and then the cost of it. Like, think about like the people I was just telling you about, the older gentleman, they're doing billboards for seven thousand dollars. Who can afford that? And you're not hitting the for right $7, people. Seven thousand dollars, like, do you know what you could get in digital? That's a whole year. That could be a whole year's budget for someone's social media on a couple of platforms. Yeah. Like I don't understand. And then you're targeting the right people. To me, that's the key. Like with with digital marketing, you have the opportunity to target the right people, the people you want to do business with. And it's not just a random happenstance. Think about about the idea of cold calling. It's a bunch of cold leads. Yeah. People are ignoring you. They don't want to talk on the phone. They don't want to talk on the phone. I had to talk to my mom about this. She started a business and she, you know, was calling, calling, calling. I'm like, you either have to get in these people's faces or you have to build a relationship with them on LinkedIn or something. Yes. If it's, you know, B2B. Because people are not on the phone anymore. They don't want to talk to you. They're already used to being sold to. So Those they, telemarketers are getting blocked. Hello. You can push seven and <laughs> so they don't call you. I mean, my phone blows up all day long and I'm like, I don't have time. You know, if you're not in my phone, I'm not in. Exactly. I, I mean, it just is what it is. But I think older people... They lean, they lean into what's tangible to them. Right? Yes. So billboards and TV ads and radio and, and newspaper, that's tangible to them. Yes, flyers on yeah, cars. Yeah, that's tangible to them. They don't, I think they still see social media as something that the kids do. Yeah, a fluke, a, a fluke. play, yeah. something, yeah. you know, that people are playing. Yeah. On or, or you're or like for Facebook, they think, oh, I, I don't get on Facebook. I don't want people all in my life. Yeah, and it's like, no, this don't is, put this it on there. This is for totally business, separate. right, right. <laughs> and that's another thing that that really I try to. Who is a peeve of mine? People that mark try to market their businesses on their personal pages. No, like, get a, you know you do know that a branded page is free, right? Like, right. You do know that. <laughs> You just you go up there and it extra. says create page. It's and simple. You can look at the insights. You can figure out who your audience is. You can drill down into your target, just like we were talking, yes. you know, talking yes. about earlier. You can see all of these things. You can target your ads. It's I, I just I'm like I think too though that um the whole idea of personal pages. I was just talking to a client yesterday and I said, think of your personal page as the back office to your 
business page. Mm-hmm. If you look at it that way, like you can behind the scenes, like whatever you're doing, whatever over here, but your business page is where you're putting stuff about your business. But I also have to say, I did a job for the Gaylord Hotels years ago. And the person that hired me for the job, she said that she looked at my entirety of social media mm. to see if it was consistent. Mm-hmm. So where we shouldn't be using our personal page for business, we still need to be the brand yeah. on our personal page and monitor our behavior because people are still looking at that too. There, mm-hmm. there. That's how people are doing research. You know how back in the day, you know, there was a good old fashioned background check. Yeah. And they had to send off to find out find out if you've been arrested. Well, now. Not only are they doing that, but they're looking on your social media platforms to see if you're really who you say you are in real life. And if it doesn't add up, you could have a problem. Mm -hmm. So where, yeah, you're doing business on your business page, but you still have to be the brand everywhere else. And that's what I think authentic marketing is all about and will help you as someone who is serving those to help them with their social media because you want them to be consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Consistency is key to anything. You know, people say, you know, it takes money to make money or it takes this to do that. And it's like, no, if you just consistent and you get in there and you, you know, and it's not even, it doesn't even have to be a grind. I think we have this mentality of, you know, team, no sleep, or I have to do all right, right. I have to do all that. Right. And it's like, no, if you're just consistent, just consistent over time, if Tuesday is the day your podcast drops, then just make sure it drops every Tuesday because that's your brand. Cause that's your brand. If, like, your, if your videos are on Sunday afternoon, make sure your videos come out. If your colors are purple, I'm talking about myself. FYI. <laughs> if your colors are purple and black and white, make sure everything you do has some purple and black and white. Yeah. Don't go orange on somebody with some navy blue they don't know where that's coming from out of the blue consistency Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. consistency and content consistency yes 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 so that's something as well that I work with my clients on because I see people all over the place Mm, and mm, it's it's like a peeve of mine and you know the funny thing about that is the people that are all over the place when I try to help them those are the people that are the most resistant they know everything I'm like Hello, like come on, come real thing in. Yeah, yeah. real thing in. Like we're building a brand here. When you think of McDonald's, when you think of right, but like when you think of, you know, you don't think Target, of a brisket sandwich when you talk about McDonald's. Target is not blue. <laughs> like, not they are red. The people wear red. A triangle, a blue triangle, like, right. with the orange like, dot in the corner. Now, that is not Target. You have to think bigger if you really want to become a business owner and not a hustler or yes. a, you know side practitioner or whatever the case like be a be a business owner build a brand don't just be a self-employed person that's just doing something with a hobby so if you can see her face guys like basically she said i could take a text i could park right there and preach on that for a minute (laughs) because that's what a lot of people are doing you know entrepreneurship now is the sexy thing oh yes it's like oh it's i I have a business yeah i've got a business card Mm, no it's a little more to that it's more it's a lot more to that it is and so um yeah i want to know because again i was having this conversation with someone yesterday and we're talking about social media and i was explaining to this person how it's it's strategic you have to have a plan you need to have a strategy you need to have a goal in mind i believe and you tell me if i'm wrong or if you agree with this that social media is not your end game. Social media is the very beginning and mm-hmm. it's driving you somewhere. Yes. Like it's it's the vehicle that you are 
you put your your message in to get people to a specific place or time. Yes. And I was explaining to him that because he was saying, well, you can just do Facebook and I'll handle Twitter and Instagram. And I said, well, no, 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 because it has to work together. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want you taking what I'm doing on Facebook and then just copying and pasting it on the other two platforms because that's not how it works. There has to be a strategy, all things working together towards a common goal. How do you help people with that to understand that, that it's not just, oh, I took this cute picture, this flower, and I'm going to post it on Instagram today. And, uh, and that's what, and that's, so that's Instagram. And then they go on, they go on uh, Facebook and they've got a picture there of their, uh, you know, working at their desk talking about, oh, it's a, it's a busy day at the office, blah, blah, blah. And then on their uh, YouTube channel, they're talking about how they made bows for the cheerleading squad that we can, you know, how do you get people <laughs> what like explain to people the importance of having a social media strategy? If you don't have a social media strategy, you are spinning your wheels and you're wasting your time. And I two things to that. One, you yes, you have to have a strategy, you have to be consistent, you have to lead people to where you want them to go. People who don't read nowadays, okay, they just don't. Nope. It, you know, everybody's like fly by night. They're looking at a picture and just really liking. Thumbing through. Like, 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 yeah. like, like, like. And if you don't give people a consistent and clear call to action of what you want them to do, then you're just going to be posting pretty pictures all day. That people just and like, 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 yeah, like, like. wondering why nothing is happening in your business. Like, it's great. Oh, yeah, sure. You're an Instagram superstar. But as you can see, there was a lady in the in the news a couple weeks back. She had like a million and some odd followers and she was trying to launch a t-shirt line and she needed to sell like 36 shirts to get her line like uh-huh, in mass production. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Couldn't even sell 36 shirts. And it's like you have over a million Are you kidding? followers on social media. So that to me, that tells me she had no strategy. Or she bought a bunch of followers. Or she bought a bunch of followers. And people do that, try to do that too, because they think that the number game. You know, I had somebody. It's not quantity. It is quality. And they're like, I want to increase my followers. That's great. And I, my exact message to her, I can almost pull it up right now, is that's great. But what is your strategy to, to grow get your new. business? Yes. Because your social media following is not your business. That right. is a an avenue right. to your business. You can have five hundred. You can have a hundred followers and make money. Yes. You know, and so. You definitely need a strategy. And also, social media should not be the end-all, be-all for you. No. Because of multiple reasons. One, we just, I mean, I'm looking at one of my clients and my engagement on my social, yes. on my Instagram this week has gone tremendously down. And I'm doing similar things and, you know, trying to yes. switch out. I think the algorithm changed. changed. The algorithm has changed. They have significantly Yes, significantly changed, and I'm seeing multiple other. And it's been going on for a couple of weeks now because I've been having this conversation with people. It's been rough. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Where, like, where I would normally have so many I likes, it's like gone down. So you can't rely on something that the The wizard is behind there. You know, and that speaks to the point of is there has to be an end game. Has to be an end game. Your call to action has to get them off of social media because social media changes onto your website. Somewhere, like send them where you want them to go to do what you want them to do. Ugh. And and another thing that I, you know, I preach, I preach, I preach. I have a, I'm over here like venting my client <laughs> frustration. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like, oh. but I have a client, and I'm, you know, trying to get her to understand. 
that you can't meet somebody today and then tomorrow try to sell them. No, you have to develop you relationship. Have to develop a relationship. You have to nurture that. Again, which is why you get them off of social media. Get them on your email list. Get them, you know, somewhere else to where get a consultation where you can talk to this person one on one. Do something else. Like use social media as the digital billboard. Exactly. If you will, exactly. And then draw them back yes. to you in other ways so that you can, you know, engage them and then get them to do business. It's so you. important. So how do you think that, okay, so the other thing I want to ask you is um, when when someone is looking at social media, well, we talked about you have to know who your audience is, mm-hmm. right? So in knowing who your audience is, you also have to know what they're looking for and where they are. So that's kind of how you determine mm-hmm. what social media platform you're going to use in the first mm-hmm. place. Okay, so then once you discover, let's say that, well, before I even go there, let's just talk about the different social media platforms because I think people have, they don't have the right idea about some of them, right? So for me, <laughs> and and I mean, I'm going to tell you, this has been years and years and years ago. Oh my God, my kids, I'm not going to tell you how old my kids are, but when they were like two, three, I'll tell you because it sort of tells you how old this situation is. My girls are 20. My youngest, my oldest kids are 20. So I was, we were at our timeshare. Yes, I said timeshare people. I know, <laughs> I know. But we were at our timeshare and we have a friend who owns a chemical company. Okay. And at the time he was uh, selling to cosmetics companies, the chemicals to make the cosmetics. And we were talking about his business and how he could keep it going and different ideas and things like that. And I said, go on Twitter I said, and just do hashtag for some of the product lines, some of the types of products that you provide chemicals for. Mm. Just hashtag on like, um, like favorite, like shampoo or like whatever, or like uh, foundation makeup or eyeshadow or something like that. So just do a hashtag on it and see what people are saying. Mm-hmm. I said, just be a voyeur. You don't have to say anything. You could just scroll through the different conversations and see what people are saying. He thought that was the dumbest idea. Now, this was years ago. So my kids were toddlers, and they're 20 now. So Mm -hmm. this was years ago. And he did not listen to me. He thought it was just the dumbest thing ever. Well, then, of course, Twitter gets even bigger than it was at the time. Now we've got Instagram. We've got all these things. And his business sort of struggled a little bit. And I said, if you would have just done what I told you to do at the time, I said, you would have been, you would have been mm-hmm. proactive ahead of the game because what people are doing on Twitter, it's a conversation. Yeah. So on Twitter, people are talking about the news. They're talking about their problems. They're giving content on like how to solve a certain problem. They're asking questions. Mm-hmm. They're doing, um, you can follow a hashtag and it'd be an entire conversation about something because someone's doing a Twitter talk. Yeah. And so you can find out such good information, not just for how you can stay on trend with what you're offering, but also how you can solve some of the problems of the people yeah. asking the questions and getting new clients. Yeah. So that was my Twitter example. But ex- let's talk about, though, the, 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 the different platforms and how we can use them um, in business. And then I think the last one that I want to talk about is LinkedIn, because uh, you are going to be on my YouTube channel giving mm-hmm. some amazing tips on how to use LinkedIn. Um, she did a fantastic uh, uh, talk on her Facebook group about this. And so I want to share that with you guys on my channel. But 
for now, let's take them. Like we just talked about Twitter. What do you have to say about Twitter? Anything else or different? Twitter. So, <laughs> and I have not been as active on Twitter as I used to be. When I first started my business, Twitter was like live. Yeah, I was on there, and I built so many relationships. Yes, with people that I never would have. I mean, I I literally flew a lady out from New York. Um to come to Dallas to do an event for me because wow. I met her on Twitter and yes. I had like never met this lady face to face. It was all Twitter and it, like I love Twitter. <laughs> You're absolutely right. The conversations that are on there, Twitter is great for listening. It's yes. great for listening and interjecting yourself into conversations and becoming relevant of around whatever topics and you know issues that your your business solves. And so um Unfortunately, your friend didn't take your advice, but I love Twitter for that. <laughs> it's not, um, it's it's evolved over time and it's a little bit different than other social media platforms. I don't think it's somewhere that you just um, spray and pray. No, no, it's no, no. It's somewhere no. that you have you to You have to spend some time, yeah. You have to spend a little bit of time there. And like you said, following the hashtags, getting in the conversation. Um, building those relationships. Yes. I love it for that. It's a great research tool. It is. I love it for research. If I don't have time, I don't, you know, and as your business grows, especially if you're a one woman or one man show, you don't have a ton of time to spend because you're doing everything else in your business. But I feel like Twitter is the one place I can go if I need to research what some, what people are thinking about a topic. Let's say I want to create a course or mm-hmm. if I want to provide a different service i can go on and hashtag that thing and research the conversations people are having around it and just be a voyeur i don't have to talk i don't have to engage i can just watch the different conversations that are going on so i love it for research purposes i I was talking to a young lady this morning and uh we were going back and forth on my instagram because i was i had asked a question yesterday about why and i'll transition to instagram after i say this but Mm -hmm. um why are you not consistent with posting? And she said, I don't have enough to say. <gasps> Come see me, girl. Yes, and you I'm do. I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> like, it, figure out what your audience needs, what they want. Yes. Twitter is the perfect place to go listen yes. and find that out and then create your content around that and draw people back to you. Yes. On your expertise in whatever area. And I like, think people are afraid that they have... I, I talked about this too. I just did a podcast that dropped today, but the the I think people go in and they see that somebody else says something and, and they, they think they it. and they think they can't say it. but I'm like no your perspective on that same topic is can, different yeah. from hers so you can take someone else's topic of the day and what they said not only can you repeat it but you can expound, expound on it. it come on now come on now oh my gosh <laughs> So yeah, so that was that was on um, a lady that I was going back and forth with on Instagram. So tell us about your thoughts on Instagram so, and what we're doing there. Instagram, I mean, I just told y'all they've been kind of pissing me off. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's tripping a little bit. Like <laughs> Facebook and Instagram, it's the algorithms so are just cutting I know up. From a business perspective, um, they're doing that because you know that's the way that they make money. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, we it, need it we need. We have to pay to play these yeah, days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Instagram is very um, Instagram and Pinterest. Mm. I'm gonna put those kind of two together. It's one of my favorite because they're so visual. Yes. And if you have good visuals and you know a good linking strategy or hashtag strategy, hashtag strategy on Instagram or a linking strategy on yes. Pinterest. Yes. You can really, you can really do some things. So, yes. um. 
Instagram, I highly recommend being consistent on there. At one point, I wasn't like as consistent. Right. But then once I started batching my social media, which yes. is something that I highly recommend people do. Yes. Create your calendar. Create all your content at once. Schedule it and forget it and move on to other aspects of your business. But once I started doing that, like my page just started yes. booming. Yes. And so and there's a Pinterest scheduler too. Yeah. So Pinterest is what is it? Tail Tailwind. I haven't heard of that. Girl, them. yes. Put me on to that. Tailwind. You can okay. get on there and you can schedule your posts. And it pulls from Instagram. Mm. So you can go on your Instagram no, I'm page. I'm going to do that today. Yes. Tailwind <laughs> is the bomb. I use that for my clients too. Yes. Yes. Instagram. I mean, so Pinterest it's created. Create it once. Use it multiple times. Yes. Highly. I highly recommend that. And. You don't necessarily have to post everything at the same time. Right. And and I and, and I you recommend don't have to you don't say the same thing. I recommend you, you don't. You can use the same image and flip it and reverse it. And say, yes. You know, say something in a different way that resonates with the audience that is where you are. Exactly. Um, people think that they need to be everywhere and they don't. Right. And I tell you know, I I tell my clients, don't open all these different pages if you can't keep them up. That's right. Because if I happen upon your Facebook page and you haven't posted since May of 2018, I think your business is closed. Right. Be where you can be consistent. Be where your audience is. Right. And grow from there. You don't have to be on You don't have to be on everything. That's right. I'll tell you what else I love about... Oh, I'm going to ask you a question about Instagram because maybe you know the answer to this question. So I was posting a... um, a story, I think it was. And at the top of the story, it had a little link that you can click on to add a link. Okay. Now, I don't know how to add the link. I thought you could only do that for if you had like 10,000 followers or above or something like that. But it gave the option for a link. Hmm. I don't understand that. Now, that's the first question. Now, the second thing is, is more of a suggestion because the link thing doesn't really work. But I saw someone, one of my friends in New Jersey, think like a boss. If you go check her out, she's pretty awesome. And she did something for the first time that I started doing. And instead of the whole swipe up and it takes you to a link, Mm -hmm. she does swipe left because you can add multiple images on your post, right? Right. So she does swipe left from an image and it gives you like the link she wants you to go to. So you don't, it doesn't take you to the link, but she can talk about something and then say swipe left for the link. And then she'll put that there or she'll have swipe left for more information. And she might have an image that's got some information on it. Mm. So it, it kind of, kind of circumvents the, the yeah. whole process of not being able to go to a link or having that many followers. So I really like how she did that, but the whole link thing up in the top, I didn't get. Yeah, so as far as I have ever known, you do have to have 10K or more followers yeah. to... Um, we should do one right swipe, now while we're talking. I should do one. Just tell everybody, yes, this is us. Yay. But yeah, so, okay, so now we talked about Pinterest. Now, I love Pinterest too. First of all, guys, this is what you need to know about Pinterest. Mm, mm, mm. Pinterest. People sleep on Pinterest. Instagram. Twitter and YouTube for me are all search engines. Yeah. And so I think when you are posting on them, it's important to remember to title things appropriately for the way people are looking for it. So for me, I use YouTube and I always post something like how to such and such and such or 
tips to six tips to because when I go to YouTube for myself, I'm typing in yep. how to do this. That a great way to do that, and this is just a little hack. Go on your Google search and start typing in. You know, they auto Google auto populates. Yes. Um, as you're searching, let's see. Can I get us so, on here? I'm listening, but I'm I'm re- so we're recording. Go, hey, <laughs> you just go go on Google. Start typing in whatever topic it is that you want and then allow it to auto-populate and use whatever is auto-populated because it, Google is basically telling you what people are mainly searching for. Yes. And so you can use that as your title to go on YouTube and then it helps you with your SEO on on YouTube and being found. So yes, that's just a little tip. <laughs> Listen, this is us. I just did this on us. <laughs> I, I just, probably look crazy. No, you should. You see my hair all over my head. It's so funny, guys. You know, this is in studio recording. Um, so yeah, I love those for for search engines. I love that little tip. All right, so we're gonna head off, but I really want to talk to you before we go a little bit about what, what do you have coming up with um, Bright Girl Media? Do you have any? products or any events coming up that you want to share about yes so july is my birthday month happy birthday yes so i am a birthday girl like i love my birthday (laughs) are you a are you a month-long celebrator oh she's one of those so but this this month or this year you get to celebrate with me too because each monday i am launching a different promotion every Ah. week for a birthday special. So um, last week's birthday special was to get branded templates for your Instagram and Facebook. Ooh. This week it's to get your content calendar um, all mapped out by me Ooh. for a month. And then next week and the week after. And then after that, you just have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> because they're all birthday surprises. So follow me on Bright Girl Media on all social media channels and you will be able to see that. Yes. And if um, for whatever reason you're listening to this late, go on Facebook and look for her Bright Girl Media group um, because it's full of good information and good uh, people in there that are sharing and helping each other grow. So thank you again, Ms. Janelle, for being on the show. I really appreciate it, guys. We have talked about all things social media today, but be on the lookout for our video because Chanel has an amazing uh, bag of tricks for how to use LinkedIn, and we're going to dive into that there. But until next time, thank you guys for listening to PBN Style. Remember, you are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you build your brand. Don't forget to check down below for some links and some fun stuff that I'm going to share with you. All right, then. See you next Wednesday. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AFPatrickConsult. Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.